This episode of Here for the Wrong Reasons is brought to you by the Doll Hair Shave Club, where we shave dolls' heads. Don't ask why or what we do with the hair. That cat is looking right at me right now. Guys, we're going to post a special picture of a third guest that we have on the <laughs> podcast Special tonight. guest commentator, Thea the Cat. It is our cat. <laughs> if you think, well, she must be named after Theodosia Burr, Aaron Burr's daughter. <laughs> well, you're, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Whose ghost haunts Bald Head Island and obsesses our daughter. Uh, star of the song, Dear Theodosia. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get at this uh, bunch of nonsense. I gotta pull my notes up. Okay, okay. I'll, I have to carry it. Carry the show. Carry the show. All right, I have my notes pulled okay. up. Okay, I carried it <laughs> while you were gone. Uh, yeah, once again, we tried a two mic system. Once again, we failed. How do they do it? How is Derek so tech savvy that he can get two mics and three mics on his podcast? I don't know. He's some kind of genius. A, we should send him a message. <laughs> Tell us your secrets, Derek. Don't insult my intelligence, Derek. <laughs> You actually have a lot of intelligence, Derek. Can you tell us how to set up two mics? Derek? <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's dispense with the shout-outs real quick. I don't have a lot because y'all are really slacking on the reviews. Aww. Everybody but J.M. Chevy, who gave us a nice review and said that it's nice that we have a hobby together. Uh, I thought we got a couple of uh, nice reviews. I think just that one this last week. The other ones we shouted out last week. We did? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I feel like maybe we got a nice email. We got no, we got a nice email from Lauren, who uh, said that we Lauren, made her. Emails are nice, but reviews are. That's where the money's at. I was trying to <laughs> come up with a rhyme, but emails are tw- or reviews are twice as nice. Mm, no, no, that's that stupid. doesn't do anything for you. Um, and then uh, Jenny sent us two great emails: one about how JPJ was a drama nerd in high school, and one. About 538, giving really good Bachelor stats. We'll share the article. We'll tweet the article out. You told me about that JPJ one. I'm yeah. not going to look at you. We're sitting side by side. I don't want to stop Okay, let's both look at the cat. Stop looking at me. Let's both look yeah. at the cat and stare straight ahead. Oh, she's looking I don't at me right wanna, now. I don't want to make eye contact. It's too much. It's too intimate. It is too yeah. much. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's like... <laughs> look away. It's like when... Uh, like we're in a palapa. It's like when Dylan is kissing Hannah on the forehead and she just looks as disinterested as can be. <laughs> Uh, that's me. Yeah, no, that looked exactly like our relationship. (laughs) No, I am. I mean, apparently they're going and just, you know, boning left and right, according to Mike Johnson. But she does, she still does not look into this situation Hanging out in the boom boom room. (laughs) Going to the old boom boom room. Chris and Katie are talking about going to the boom boom room. They uh, had a shortage of boom boom rooms in previous seasons. So I hope they got that shortage worked out. The great boom boom room shortage of 2015 hopefully has been resolved. Um, I forgot my shout out to a town last week. You forgot it last? Oh, okay. So we have two. We have Cumberland, Forside, Maine, and Chickasha, Oklahoma. Thanks for listening. One listener in each place. Person from Maine, do you know Stephen King? Of course they do. They're the ones who ran over him with their their van, actually. (laughs) All right. We never heard from Robin about that. Uh, Robin, that uh, shout out, that accusation you made last week. I don't think we are ever going to hear we from Robin again. We heard from Profa. Did you see that? 
Prof no. tweeted at us, sent us a Twitter message, sent us a, um, I have to look it up. She reached out to us and said that she had taken a, had to take a break, first of all. Um, not cool. <laughs> what do you got that's more important than us? Your PhD? Like your job or yeah, something? Yeah, your family? Uh, blah, blah, blah. This podcast needs to be your everything. I kind of question your commitment to this whole thing. Where was that? She's... I don't know. I remember that too. <laughs> well, no, it was like today. Oh, oh. Oh, maybe it was on our Instagram account. Oh, right. Someone's using the Instagram finally. It's not us. What so are thanks, you? Right. Somebody's <laughs> using it. Okay, so you want to get to this shit show of a show? I guess. I'm yeah. totally... I'm I'm done. I don't like anyone here. Yeah, I mean, they sent Mike Johnson home. What do we have left? I don't even like Mike that much. But that's mostly just because I don't feel like I know him. Right. Like, what do I know about Mike now that I didn't know about him four weeks ago yeah. when we came down the stairs right other than that he's the perfect human and that he has a 10 million dollar smile i mean here's the thing that i'll say about that clearly he's not because if he was the i think that some of the girls at least would be smart enough Sorry, guys. Ryan just had to get a pub. Well, not pub. Well, privately, but now publicly right. shamed because <laughs> the private shaming for talking wasn't too enough. loud and for interrupting. <laughs> so what we were saying is the show did the thing that it annoyingly does often, which is gloss over a huge relationship development right. in which Mike and Sydney appear to break up because. At one point last week, they were doing fine, and all of a sudden, Mike Johnson's just going, going out, out on the date Angela. and kissing Angela, and Sydney's just like, la-di-da. And Sydney was fine with it, yeah, too. Like, I there was zero yeah. drama. I can't wait for Matt Donald to come down the stairs and not kiss me. Um, yeah, so I, but I mean, you know, my original point, I think, stands. Will's, I almost get, like... I don't know. He's not for everybody, right? Like, sure. he dresses funny. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a little bit strange. I like him. Yeah. I think he would probably be my cup of tea, mm-hmm. but... I didn't quite catch that. <laughs> <laughs> Siri is eavesdropping hey, on Siri? us, y'all. Yeah. Hey, Siri, will you make this podcast for us? <laughs> nope. Here. Wait, listen. Oh, it's our old podcast. Oh, it's playing our... So okay. it is doing it. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Hey, Siri... Why does Mike not have a girlfriend? Okay, I found this on the web for why does Mike not have a girlfriend? First, Check it out. First hit, Demi Lovato's fans want her to date Bachelorette's Mike Johnson. <laughs> there you go. Second Siri. hit, is Mike dating anyone after the Bachelorette? Siri, you've done it again. <laughs> Siri could host Can't this podcast. Miss. Yeah, soon we'll be replaced by robots. I'm just saying, I think that there's more to Mike I don't know. I just think that there's more to it, but maybe not. Maybe people just really are that stupid and he's just a great guy um, and everyone is blind to that fact. I don't know. Well, he I've been through this before, but he says the thing when he leaves, like I keep hearing over and over again, Mike, you're a great guy. We really like you. I've heard that a lot, but I didn't realize that handsome men had this same problem. <laughs> well, first of all, you haven't heard that that much. Like, who said that to you? Well, not that many people. Well, some dismissal of like, oh, you're a nice guy, but yeah, I'm not going to date you. Well, sure. Yeah, that I've heard a lot. Not a yeah. lot. A lot. 
Uh, I don't know. Daily. I mean, <laughs> Even now. <laughs> point being, I don't, I don't know. What's okay. my point? Uh, the know. show has gone downhill. Here's my point. <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> Do you, uh, no, we need a break big time. I'm really glad this is almost over. Um, but I'll tell you what. You know how to ruin something? By saying nothing could ruin what we have. As Nicole does. Uh, I mean, my notes are kind of all over the place. Yeah, that's fine. And the show was really all over the place. Um, Even the timeline was weird. Like, last week was when we saw JPJ and Haley go on that day. But then in in Monday night's episode, Taysha referred to it as them going on a date today. It was just, I feel like there's like stuff that they're not showing us. Well, and who was it that like... They seem to take like five hours to get ready for their date. <laughs> that was um, at the end. Angela and yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about because yeah. they're like, I guess we should go get ready. Yeah, and then it's like ten o'clock, right? At like night. night falls. Yeah, the very next day. Um, okay, so what do you want to talk about? Well, then? I want to talk about how fucking annoyed I was with Clay yes. this whole yeah, time. Yeah. And I do think that that is kind of where we start. Because as you said, Nicole is just going on and on about how strong their relationship is. Nicole also annoys the shit out of me. And I saw that there was some stuff playing out on Twitter because people were calling her out for being a mean girl. Um, and being a bitch, basically, about Angela. And Angela didn't do anything. And Nicole got, it appeared to me, like, pretty defensive on Twitter. And mm-hmm. was like, I was nervous for my relationship. Like, I was guarding everything that I could. Like, Nicole was the one who was weeping over Anyeka bullying her last season of The Bachelor. Oh, good point. I just feel good like point. it doesn't, like, can you just be... Do you have to be a bitch about your ex's girlfriend? You know, I'm or your your boyfriend's ex. Well, and I thought Angela actually made a really good point a couple of times. It's just like Clay gets to be here. Like, why can't I be here? Right. Because Clay seemed to act like it was totally unfair that like Angela doesn't deserve to be on the beach because I'm looking for right. love. And Clay and um, Nicole both are like. I just, they they just kept repeating over and over again. I just don't know why she's here. Right. Like <laughs> to find the same romance. reason that yeah. you're here, assholes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, and it just comes down to them getting to be there first. It's right. the same thing we talked about earlier. It's like, this is our, this is our turf. Yeah. Well, for as much as Nicole and Clay are claiming that Angela's clearly not over Clay, I heard him talk about Angela like, 25,000 times over the course of that four-hour episode. And I'm pretty sure Angela talked about Clay once. Right. When someone specifically asked, what's it like to be here with your ex? But and, yeah, he And was, she's like, yeah, you know, it's not cool, but like we've both moved on. I'm here for, I'm here to look for love just like everyone else mm-hmm. is. And Clay is just like obsessed with the yeah. idea that it just, it's really hard to have Angela here on this beach. Right, yeah. Somebody's not over somebody, Clay, and yeah. it's you. <laughs> yeah. Somebody also can't do math because he says there's less than a 0% chance that he will go out with Angela. Hmm. That is a statistical impossibility, Clay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maybe you need to spend, goodness. take some of that four or five hours that you spend at the gym and direct it elsewhere. Some <laughs> math exercises. <laughs> well, Nicole also is like, 
I'm ready to fight for a relationship. And she pulls Angela down to the beach and she's like, hey, can I talk to you? And Angela's like, yeah, sure. And then Angela basically says, uh, I'm not a drama person. I'm not here to ruin anything that you have with Clay. Um, she's like, you know, I don't really think that we're going to be best friends, but we'll both just kind of like keep our distance. So like Nicole looks like such the dipshit asshole, like doing her impression of Angela at the wedding. Right. She just, just I thought that she came music. off as a big bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Angela. And again, we always we don't know what happened, you know what edit we got but angela but does come off much that's better. what i was gonna say too because i was thinking about that earlier today even if because her um nicole on twitter was like everyone you know has moments where they feel insecure or they take it out on you know an ex blah 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 blah, blah. um which is probably true like I have probably have definitely said things about I've made fun of people that I know that you dated, you know, but if you know you're going on national television, it's not a great look. Like maybe don't do that bitchy impression when you're on a reality uh-huh. TV show. Yeah, well maybe she thought it was going to play funnier than it did. Well, it, that seems to be a repeat theme with Nicole. Yeah. Well, and uh, you know, I know something Nicole about thinking your jokes and impressions are going to be funnier than they are, <laughs> so I'm sympathetic with you in that regard. Okay, so what else is going on? What else do we have? I mean, Clay is just milling around for like 20 minutes. That's one of the reasons this episode was really... Oh, uh, I feel like we got literally an hour of content that's just Clay being like sulky. and, And, you know, I hate that because, man, we're in the home stretch. And I actually liked Clay up until this past episode, but he really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, well, it's weird, too, because... This episode, they just, everyone seemed sad or something. Like, paradise is coming to an end. It's a weird way to end your season on, like, a sad, depressing note. You yeah, know? but think about how actual vacations are, sure. especially ones that are really long. I do feel like you get this weird, it's, like, depressing that the vacation is about to be over, but you're also super tired of vacation right. and just and ready to go back to regular being life. Being literally trapped on this resort. Yeah. Gunmen at the entrance making sure that you don't leave unless um, it's on a pre-approved date. Well, Hannah and Dylan are like dreamily discussing what it'll be like after they get home from paradise we can go on walks they're like we can wear joggers and cut off sweatshirts (laughs) right won't it be grand just Uh, grand yeah they're turning into like the character from sunset boulevard uh, that's been trapped in her house i was gonna say i feel like it's like a anne frank moment (laughs) like when we get out of here bad comparison sorry (laughs) i'm not comparing paradise to to the holocaust Holocaust. just to be clear yeah (laughs) Yeah. i mean you were but you weren't well yeah maybe maybe i need to stop uh ragging on nicole for <laughs> for insensitivity making fun of jokes that don't learn making jokes that don't land um, um so elsewhere Haley finds out that jpj was into Tasha and is a real pissed about being plan b well that was a pretty um that was pretty far into the episode, Yeah, I'm right? trying to jump over all that, all those sulky clay moments. Yeah, but you're jumping all the way into night two. <laughs> <laughs> really? I have this on page two in my notes. Oh, maybe, 
Jesus, how many notes did you take? Seven pages. Oh, good. Including like a full transcript or a lot of trans- transcription of JPJ and Derek's argument. Um, yeah, no, I guess you're right. I, I guess that was that you're right. You're right. That was night one. Um, so Derek tells Haley that JPJ had feeling has feelings for Tasha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, I mean, it's kind of hard to keep straight just because there's, um, there's like a lot of information that's being left out. Right. There's a lot of characters at this point. It's overstuffed with characters. There's too many people. There's too much going on. Um, so yeah, JPJ is still mad at Derek. Meanwhile, that wedding beef has not died down. No. And Derek is like talking to Haley about JPJ's feelings for Tasha, which she had no knowledge of. And meanwhile, JPJ is talking what to like, I don't know. He's talking to somebody about how his subconscious mind is drawn to Tasha. <laughs> Who was he talking to? It was a guy. Think, was was it, it Blake? It was, I thought it was his talking head or maybe it was. No, uh, okay. He was like talking it out with somebody in one of those rocking chairs. Maybe it was Blake. Cause Blake alternates between being like everybody's therapist and being like an annoying, sad boy. <laughs> yeah. And then being, uh, you know, suddenly instantly in love with Christina. Like, there she is. She's over. She's been here the whole time. How did I miss it? She's perfect. Um, yeah, because JPJ says, there's a reason why animals know to fly south for the winter. We have instinct just like them. <laughs> he flew south for Tasha. He Meanwhile, says, Derek is a creep. He's a fraternity brother who's here to take advantage of women. And of course, he has one of the best quotes of the night. I don't have a lot of claims to substantiate that point, but listen. <laughs> As you said, it's basically our college freshman. Like, hey, I don't have a lot to back this up, 100%. but here's five pages yeah. of writing. <laughs> the thing that I, I just, I mean, again, I think it's hard for me to get too invested in any of these storylines because they, it's like a... It's like watching an episode of Seinfeld and you're like, man, none of this could ever happen in the like world of today because we all have cell phones now. And it's all these like comical Shakespearean mishaps mm-hmm. that could be easily cleared up if one person would just like make Text a phone somebody call. else. Yeah. yeah. Hey, are you at the movie, Kramer? Oh, yeah. I'm at the other movie. Right. And so I feel like... That a little bit with these Paradise episodes, except they don't have an excuse because they're all there together. But I'm like, why isn't Tasha just talking to these guys? Like, I don't know. We get a bunch of Disney princess footage of her, like, laying in that pool and staring off into the distance. <laughs> a lot of, like, sad sulkiness. There's a lot of sad yeah. gazing yeah. in this episode yeah. from multiple people. Everybody's. It's a shame that it didn't rain so they couldn't get like someone looking at like a raindrop covered window because well, that's what the feel of all of this is. I did note that Angela and Mike had that like rain in the rowboat notebook. Oh moment. they did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but that was like the art of what was like a waterfall or yeah. something. Um, yeah. So JPJ's mad. I thought you were going to say that it was like an episode of Seinfeld because when you're watching Seinfeld, you're like, well, there's no way that these narratives can converge. And they do. Right. But on this, there's no way these narratives can converge. And they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> like, There's no way this can end in a satisfying way. Oh, it won't. JPJ um, says that. So when Haley confronts him and is like, hey, I think it really sucks that you took me out on a date. You let me like 
Like, why didn't you say no, basically? Mm-hmm. Which is a great question. If you're so in love with Tasha and you, your subconscious mind is so drawn to her. <laughs> your um, animal instincts. Right. Like, even if Tasha was like, if, if you get asked out on a date, you should think about going. Like, why won't, why wouldn't you just stand up for your, for your feelings and be like, no, I'm going to turn this down. I don't know. I just, I don't. I don't think that it's a bad... I don't blame John Paul Jones for going out on the date because that's paradise, baby. That's the rules of the game. But I think that he should have been a little more forthcoming and said like, hey, I'm really into Tayshia and I'm going to be weird and creepy and possessive about it so I don't have time for you, Haley. Um, I think that he could say that. Yeah. I'm too busy being Mark Wahlberg in fear. <laughs> I don't I don't have time for this relationship. I'm too busy being a lifetime movie abusive no. husband. <laughs> I mean, it's true, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, some of the stuff that he was saying was like, well, first of all, he is super possessive of Haley. And, and that's something that's come up with multiple guys. Like, Blake was that way with... Uh, Hannah and um, you know the whole beef between the that got feels like forever. Oh ago. yeah, the feels like Mexican twenty years guy. ago. What was his name? Oh, uh, Christian. Yeah, Christian. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Then we got a girl Christian. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of like male possessiveness going mm-hmm. on in this season that I'm not a fan of. Yeah. at all. To quote Blake, "Fuck men." Yeah. <laughs> You nailed it, buddy. That was the most non-committal fuck men that I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, we're going to have you on our podcast to uh, talk about smashing the patriarchy, Blake. It yeah. sounds like that's the kind of thing that you're into. Talk about gaslighting. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of gaslighting, JPJ like kind of does that to Haley cuz he's uh she's getting mad at him and basically calling him out on his shit. And at one point he says, you're a big girl. Don't put this on me now. Because he's like, you had the last eight hours to make connections with other people. (laughs) (laughs) You've had all the time in the world. Oh, man. Yeah. And Haley proceeds to go. And as you said, like, just somehow Blake gets roped into this, like period sob session (laughs) well you know what happened was blake set up a booth that said like therapy advice five cents and then everyone started coming around (laughs) she says i'm the idiot why do men think they can treat women like this i don't fucking understand for the record i don't either girl and blake says fuck men (laughs) meanwhile tasha says jpj is young I don't know if he's handling this the right way. I don't know either, Tasha. Is he handling this the right way or not? I'm going to guess not. You know who actually does kind of try to handle this? Derek tries mm, to go. No, that's what I was just going to say. Derek also doesn't handle it the right way, well, in my opinion. Okay, but he, he starts out okay, seemingly, in my opinion. <laughs> right, we might just have to agree in to disagree my here. Opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear your opinion. Um, my opinion is that he made a mistake to ever interact with JPJ on any level. And especially after the wedding, from what we saw in these episodes, it would appear that he pulled JPJ again at least once, but I think twice. Okay. To attempt to what? Like, come to some sort of an understanding? Fuck that. Like, that guy is crazy. He called you out and accused you of weird like i just feel like why are you 
why are you trying to push? Are you trying to reason with this person? Yeah, like don't do that because then you get down in the muck. Well, he could. The problem is he doesn't stay above the muck. He starts out that way. You can. He just got uh -uh. he got too emotional. Um, But yeah, JPJ. You can't though, because all that Taisha is going to see is two guys yelling yelling. at each other. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. I mean, I thought I respected when he was like. Can we try to talk this out? But I guess you're right. Maybe you just can't. Though, I mean, they're stuck on the beach together. What are they going to do? Like, avoid each other, you know, for in this very small resort atmosphere? It seems like they're kind of stuck there. And they should have to deal with it in some capacity. But uh, JPJ says, you're not the right guy for Tasha. And Derek says, wisely, it's not for you to decide, which is true. But JPJ says, she already decided that. He says uh, also that the situation is totally out of Derek's <laughs> jurisdiction. <laughs> oh. You're not the sheriff here, Derek. I don't like any of them. I, I don't like JPJ. Like, I don't know. It just annoys me, too, that Derek had to go home over this mess because, like, Taisha was the one that pursued him. And seemingly, she never even... Like, event- she never came clean about that to JPJ. And I think that's really shitty. The way that they edit this, it makes Taisha look fickle. Again, there's a lot of that we may it does. not see. Because even after that night, like, um, Matt, Donald, and Luke S. come down and she's like, I'd totally go on a date with either of these guys. <laughs> oh, really? You're going to go on a date with Matt Donald? <laughs> Matt Donald is the one you've oh, been waiting for. Yeah. The super sweaty guy. And I get, like, I think that she was just kind of like, I'm done with with this drama. You know, I just want to get out of paradise for a little while. Um, but I agree with you. At the same time, like, the next episode, after Derek leaves, um, she just basically forgives JPJ and they're, like... They're in love again. Well, it's because he caught her that fish. He's a provider. He can just run into the sea and pull fish out Mm -hmm. for her. Dylan said something that really annoyed me, too. He said, I think maybe JPJ feels so strongly for Tasia that he can't control his actions and reactions. No. Right. Can we please not spread this narrative that... Man, if a man feels strongly enough for a woman, he just can't control his actions. Fuck that shit. Well, and uh, Tasha says, I think there's something wrong with JPJ. And I like it. Mm -mm. (laughs) No, there is just something wrong with him. She's like, he's a hopeless romantic and he's really cute and really funny. Uh, Oh, is he? Or is he crazy? You know, it was hilarious when he ruined the Goose and Crystal's wedding. (laughs) That was a great gag, JPJ. When he accused Derek of sexually... uh, (laughs) Manipulating his listeners. Manipulating women. (laughs) Good gag, JPJ. Well, and then he starts, during that conversation with Derek, he starts laughing like maniacally Maniacally, yeah yeah Yeah. also i feel like that's just like a really shitty thing for the show to even allow to happen is like we're still kind of in a gray area with what i think is a really serious accusation against Derek, right and i do get that like that's why he kept pulling jpj is because he didn't want (laughs) to he didn't want to be on national tv with this rumor that he 
uses his podcast to fuck women. I don't know. I don't think that's a thing, though. I feel like JPJ, (laughs) especially in, like, calling him a frat bro, he was, like, one step above accusing Derek of, like, sexual, not sexual assault, but certainly, like, taking advantage. Sexual misconduct. Yeah, and I just think that's really shitty, if it... Especially if it's not true. I yeah. mean, obviously. Yeah. No, well, um, I think we've realized long ago that until its hand is forced, this show is perfectly happy to live in an ethical gray area. Well, where rumors, until they must address or shut something down. I hope it comes up in the after paradise. Do they do a little, like, they recap do. Yeah, because remember that was when that, um, like, Croatian guy broke up with Annalise. Oh, right. <laughs> Right, right. Wait, the uh, the Canadian guy. Amazing. I I thought he was. I guess what he about... was because he was like Cana- He was like French Canadian. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what about that that's was, when Daniel something else? That's when damn Daniel like revealed that he basically just slept with that woman for to do it. Do you remember that? Too? Who was it? Damn. No, damn no, Daniel yeah. and some Who's woman. The woman. Okay. Who I don't yeah, remember. Some woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. She didn't have a catchphrase, so she was Matt hard to remember. Donald and Luke S are here. Yeah. Matt Donald walks down to like a smoking blues guitar riff, like meow, down out, down out. And then his <laughs> voice immediately cracks Peter Brady style. It cracked a couple of times yeah. over the course of the episode. So much that Harrison gives him shit about it. <laughs> Says the same thing happened to my son. Ooh, Harrison. All right, but um, despite the voice cracking, Tasha says that Matt Donald is hot, and uh, Christina says, come to mama. A bunch of the girls are like, Matt Donald is amazing. Really? Do you think that just like anyone they sent down the stairs at this point, the the women would be like, he's so dreamy. It's paradise goggles. (laughs) It is paradise. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. But no, I don't think that because I feel like nobody was saying that about Lucas. Or, Even uh, though I like Lucas. Or Cam. Nobody yeah, was saying nobody that about was saying Cam. That about yeah. Cam. That's Paradise true. goggles only go so far. Um, I do like that they just blatantly compare Lucas to Nick Vial now. Well, which you had done, you know, back oh, in the regular yeah. season. I mean, They're it's unavoidable. Way behind you. You can't ignore yeah. it. <laughs> He's like the multiplicity clone of. Uh, Nick Vial, like the slightly knockoff version of him. Well, and you know, I just want to say Luke P was correct. He came down and just immediately started shilling his uh, tequila line. (laughs) (laughs) This is the perfect place to do it. Hey, Wells, you got to serve this tequila. (laughs) (laughs) At least Luke P didn't show up. I know. I mean, that's kind of shocking. Yeah, I I, I, tried. I'm sure they begged him. Yeah, to come on the show. All right, Matt Donald. I know. Excuse me. We're tired, gang. This is it's nine forty over here, gang. (laughs) We are exhausted. Plus, we got that hurricane Sharpie line that's going to come and get us in Alabama. (laughs) So we got to hunker down for that. Matt Donald um, asks Sydney, and Luke asks Christina. Mm Hmm. Who, uh, so they go into, like, they go into town. Christina's trying on hats. For stagecoach. She attempts a southern accent, which I guess serves us right for all the butchered (laughs) Russian accents we've done. Fair enough. Can you do 
a Russian doing a Southern accent. Stagecoach 2017. Watch out, y'all. You know, the irony was that was your best <laughs> Russian accent so far. I think that's what you need to do is a Russian doing Southern just then, to give you a Russian accent. Then the producer is like, 2019, right. Christina? <laughs> <laughs> well, not even that, because that one already happened. It's uh, in Russia. Stagecoach is three years behind <laughs> U.S. stagecoach. In Russia, it's still 2017. Pussy Riot performed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, Matt pulls a uh, JPJ and can't eat spicy foods. Well, they go to a restaurant. They're like, this restaurant is known for its spicy margaritas, and he's like, Ugh, I hate spicy foods. Then why are you ordering a spicy margarita? Like, do you have to? I think they just presented them to everyone. Um, And then later they made them all eat those spicy peppers. And he just keeps saying, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There was a lot of Matt Donald talk about what his mom will think watching this show. I mean, part of that, I think, is that he's 17 years old. I mean, I'm surprised he was able to come down here at all. But what did you think about that situation? I think Matt Donald is gay and yeah. that his mother is a corpse that's living in a farmhouse. Who <laughs> <laughs> his best friend is his mother. Yeah, he... Uh, prove me wrong. Yeah, I, I cannot prove you wrong. That's true. Well, then when he murders Sydney in the shower later I mean, while wearing a wig. We still have a week left. <laughs> now, that's a, that would be the most dramatic episode ever. All right. I don't think that he's Norman Bates. I do. I do. And I know. I mean, I guess this is offensive to say. I really did get gay vibes from him. I know that's not a thing. You're getting gay vibes from everybody no, this season. No, I got gay vibes from Dylan. I'm not getting them quite as much. Although I do still. I still think that. Dylan could possibly be gay. You well, and I could possibly be no, gay. No, I know yeah. that. You and I both said we did because there was something that he said. What was it? Um, he like I like penises. <laughs> yeah, it was he when said. he was like, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Is there some cock to suck around here? <laughs> he made some sort of like pun and i don't know you it's, said it too I did in that say moment it. i like, wasn't gonna say it on the podcast gay. why because it's offensive why is that offensive well it seemed like it was the same thing as when dylan was saying he was smitten and that was giving you giving us gay vibes i mean i know listen guys this podcast is not politically <laughs> correct <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm not saying he is, I'm not saying he isn't, not that there's anything wrong with that. We have a lot of gay friends, some of my best friends are gay. It's totally cool. We went through this, we went through our excuses a couple weeks ago. I, I will, I will say again, I'm sorry, I know that it's offensive, but I stand by that I think he might be gay. Okay, we'll I see. also think that it, well, I was going to say, I think it's weird that he's like, um, I wonder if he's maybe super Christian, like because he showed I got up on that Hannah's impression. Season. Yeah, like what twenty six year old is like? My mom is going to be so upset about me kissing a girl on the first on date. TV. That's yeah. just weird to me. Yeah. Um, I, and what the fuck are you doing on The Bachelor? Then? Yeah. Well, that was my point. Is like if you're this worried about what your mom is going to think about what happens on TV, and you're this nervous to kiss a woman. 
You know, I was thinking like, man, if he and Heather ever got together, they just never would have kissed. No. Yeah, they both would have been like, your lips look so good. And in your 30 lips years, look so they would like good. get married. And in 30 years, he would come out as gay. Yeah. Um, yep. although a, you gotta, it, you, we have to acknowledge that he didn't have that much trouble kissing Brie on the first day. Wait, what happened? Oh, oh, maybe this is when you were, what were you doing? You were dicking around on your, what, your email? Something like what that. What were you yeah. doing? I yelled at you. you. Yeah, I, cause I was writing something on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. You got real mad about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we're way out of sequence. I probably have that in my notes later on. I doubt it. When they go, oh, I have a whole Dean Kaylin. No, no, no. There it is. Bree and Matt go out on a date. Sydney is pissed. That's everything you need to know. (laughs) (laughs) So you have seven pages of notes and you don't don't see Bree and Matt Donald kiss. Somehow I missed that in all of my transcriptions. That was the one detail I missed. Okay. Well, anyways, and we have to credit, we're kind of jumping around here, but that montage... So so Matt Donald, Sydney tries to get Matt Donald to kiss her. The he has to day. go talk. He, yeah. That n- night later, yeah, yeah. he has to go talk to every single person in paradise and about the possibility. Oh, like me when I'm on the podcast when you're getting mad at he's me. Like he's sweating that bad. Tajwan. <laughs> <laughs> they should have gotten together. Now there's a couple, a power couple. But even Harrison has to coach him about. I feel like Harrison was one step away from like having a plastic head and being like, "This is how let's practice kissing on the head," <laughs> or like with a teddy bear. Um, but then he finally goes down and gets up the nerve to kiss Sydney. And there's a montage of what like lions roaring and well, football. Well, I finally figured out what it reminded me so much of. Did you think this? Did you, did it remind you of anything that we've seen before? Well, it reminded me of the final shot of North by Northwest of the train going into the tunnel to continue our Hitchcock. Uh, it references. reminded me of Barney Stinson's impossible. Oh, Im- sure. Impop- what is it? Impossible. Yeah. When he so we're big How I Met Your Mother fans, and there's an episode where Barney. Um, Stinson is giving one of the characters, Robin Scherbatsky, uh, (laughs) advice on how to create a strong video resume. And it's like some of the same footage. Yeah, like windsurfers flying and like, you know. like an eagle. Yeah, an eagle soaring. It was a very well put together montage. This is the stuff about Paradise that I love is when they just like let loose and they just need to do more of that. Yeah. And they had like shots of all the animals on the beach rejoicing like a crab waving its claws (laughs) in the air in triumph. Okay. Uh, Okay. Should we move forward? Yeah. So what? I mean, what Uh, else do you care about Well, the other thing that happens in the first night's episode is that Taysha cuts it off with Derek. Yes. And Derek feels really sad for himself and she gathers said, everyone around. She asks, are you mad at me? And he says, no, if there's any feelings that I'm feeling, it's self-loathing and sadness. <laughs> oh, that is you uh, yeah. about everything. I'm going to use that line from now on. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Those are my feelings, self-loathing and sadness. And then he gathers everyone around and announces that he's going to the Stamford branch of Dunder Mifflin because <laughs> his woman doesn't love him here. Uh, yeah, It was just, I don't know. I feel like if I were Derek, I would have been frustrated because like 
he wasn't even going to pursue Tasha, you know? Sure, yeah, I mean, she Not came, to say that yeah. she owes him anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I yeah. just felt like this whole love triangle that, as Tasha says, she doesn't even want to be in right. was mishandled by all three people. But... I, Especially Tasha and JPJ. Like, I feel I like mean, Derek is the one, is the loser. Yeah, Derek is the loser. The blame falls most on JPJ, to be clear. But, uh. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I would put a lot of the blame on Tasha, too. Oh, I don't agree. I think JPJ. All is she the would worst have had to do actor. was to say to JPJ, hey, you're crazy. I don't like you. I'm interested in pursuing things with Derek. Like, give us some space. I like your thing with Derek, though. I'm not convinced that that would have done it. Uh, it might have helped, but I think he was so creative. It's the same thing as Derek trying to reason with him. Like, I think he had in his yeah. head that Tasha was this woman for him and he's never going to meet another woman like her, even though he met her three days ago. I don't think that he was reasonable enough to respond to that argument. So Derek gathers everyone around and he's like... I consider all of you really good friends of mine. Except JPJ. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I came here hoping to find my person and it's not going to happen. So I'm heading out. The the car comes, gets him. Night two, Blake comes down and is like, hey guys, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) And they're all like, well, Derek left. (laughs) And he's like, what? No shit, really? <laughs> Where was he? Eric gave this like looked, dead poet society speech yeah. about, you know, and then all the of a sudden. Blake is all like disheveled. I got major Zoolander vibes from Derek, or not from Derek, Blake. from Blake yeah. this uh, episode. And I know I tweeted about that, but when he was like, oh man. And then when he's like, why am I here? Should I leave too? Who am I? <laughs> a merman. <laughs> Moisture is the essence of wetness. What is art? <laughs> is art art? Um, you know who is for real wise and not faux wise? Who? Chris Bukowski. He's just like they had his tagline as Bachelor Elder. Yeah, well, didn't they say <laughs> and not? And also not Gerard Butler. <laughs> <laughs> well, this doesn't have anything to do with that dream you had where you were married Guys, to Chris Bukowski. I had a dream. And in my dream, Ryan and I had gotten divorced. And Chris Bukowski and I were like a thing. And it was wonderful. It was magical. And even I, I like dream like Ryan. have awkward... Uh, dream. It wasn't like a sex dream. We were we were like dating. We were you together. Dylan and Hannah just fucking like rabbits. We were just like engaged in daily life together. And did you have a Neil Lane ring? And I told you, even Dream Ryan was like, eh, I got respect. like respect, respect, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I told you, you could get Chris Bukowski. No, in real life, I don't think oh, so. Yeah, you could. Are you kidding me? Chris, he's just a. Uh... Oh, he's so like on. even tempered and like you can he's, get him. Also, he's thirty two. 
<laughs> That's true. He's not old enough for you. No. No, you could definitely get get him. Involved. But I feel like it's like when you have a sex dream about someone you know, and then it's super awkward. Right. Like I felt awkward watching the show last night because I was like, oh, there's my dream husband. There's my dream lover. I'm having to sit here with lover. my real life husband that I wish was Chris Bukowski. <laughs> I'll make a Chris Bukowski mask. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Chris Bukowski, as a wise bachelor elder... Mm-hmm has decided to, like, take young JPJ under his wing. And he basically pulls him aside and is like, look, uh, I've been, he says, I've been in your shoes before. It's not a good look. And he's like, as someone who has come on this show multiple times and basically made an ass of himself, you know, when you look back on this, you're going to wish you had handled it differently and like, keep that in mind moving forward. And the thing that annoys me is like, JPJ's like, yeah, that's true. And then we get like fun, happy JPJ, but it's really easy to, to proceed forward with correct behavior. If you've worked hard enough to get your nemesis out of paradise. Sure. Well, and JPJ says, I think all I can do now is be there for Tasha and make her laugh and make her smile again. Like, no, fucking apologize. Right, like, yeah. Amend this situation. Like, As Blake says, you've, quote, burned bridges. <laughs> uh, maybe Just the I've quotes on burned. burned. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you can't have Chris Bukowski because Katie is his girlfriend now. God damn they it. They are paradise official. That doesn't had, mean anything. They had to define the relationship talk. He's my dream husband. So take <laughs> Hands that, Katie. Off, dream, Katie. Um, okay, so what else do we want to handle here? Um, we've already talked about JPJ and Tasha getting together. I mean, JPJ catches a fish with his bare hands. Yes. Which was impressive. Like, what the fuck? But what happened? Because he was like, there's a fish. And he, like, ran out and grabbed it. I assume it was, like, floundering around in the water. I guess. I don't or, know. Yeah. I'm surprised he just come out with it in his teeth. He did that off camera. <laughs> and then he just ate it whole. Um, Chase from JoJo's season comes down. Uh, AKA Tommy Lauren's ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't mention anything about this, but you're the one who sleuthed this out. Well, Twitter did. Twitter did. Yeah. So what? They were a thing? Yeah. And she's just some awful conservative person? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not familiar with her work. With her ovru. You're not? No. With Let's... Tommy? No. Oh, yes, you are. What horrible things has she said? I mean, any number of things. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what some of her that greatest That she thought Matt Donald were. was gay. <laughs> <laughs> Offensive comments okay, like You want to edit it out, edit it out. <laughs> well, I can't now because there's a callback to it. I mean, do you want me to look it up while no, you can't I don't, carry I don't. the podcast a little no, bit? No, do we don't some... need to repeat this person's terrible things. Let's just continue on. Um, I didn't remember Chase at all um, from wherever he was from. What season was he from? JoJo's. I just said that. Okay. Literally just said that. Two seconds ago. Yes, we have it on tape of you saying that. Um, So, yeah, I don't care about Chase being there. Nothing. He doesn't do anything exciting for me. He doesn't excite me. You know who does excite someone is Christina exciting Blake. 
that she has appeared in front of him as an angelic Russian vision. Has nothing to do with the fact that Christina has a rose to hand out. Right. And that she's one of the only single women left on the beach. Yeah, she's just she's been right there the whole time. Well, and I actually for a while Christina goes so back and forth between being like level headed and just being like nuts. Because he like pulls her aside and she's like, Why are we doing this? Can't we talk at the bar? You're making me uncomfortable. And he like lays out this like, I'm in love with you grand speech and she's like okay <laughs> right and when she's like let's talk tomorrow and see if you still feel this way yeah and it was like such a sensible thing to say um but then the next day when, when brie comes yeah when brie comes fake australian brie and it appears for a while that they're gonna go out christina's like losing her mind she's like sobbing yeah and I get that, like, I would be frustrated too, but, like, at least wait and see if he does it. Yeah, right. <laughs> you hold off a minute. Yeah, for someone who's trying to play it cool and trying to put the ball in uh, Blake's court on what to do. And nobody has faith in Blake. Every no. Every single person in Paradise is like, yeah, he's totally going to go out with Bree. Yeah, it's just assumed as a given that he's going to do it. He sure did make them wait a long time before revealing that he's not. He's going not, to do it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they show a clip of him being like, it'll be fun, great. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fun, great, when you go on a date with somebody else. <laughs> I do think that it's pretty amazing that Blake has ended up as the like social pariah of paradise because in that first episode he was on top yeah top the of king. the world how the mighty have he fallen was the, king of paradise. the king has been it's deposed like <laughs> so brutal he ends up wandering the wilderness mm-hmm. he ends up with a crown of gold melted on his head <laughs> um all right so Blake and Christina are giving it a go, giving mm-hmm. it a shot. That's going to last. And then, I mean, one of the only other major things that happens is that Clay, after spending the whole episode talking to anyone who will listen about how much it sucks that Angel is there, it's not fair to Nicole, like blah, 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 um... Which also, like, half the people on this show are there with their ex. And you don't see them bitching right, about it, Clay. about it. Like, y'all yeah. all go to Stagecoach and you all sleep together. Yeah. Everybody course, has four everybody. exes yeah. on the beach uh-huh. somehow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so finally he pulls Angela aside and we get a little glimpse of why they broke up. Because apparently Clay... Wanted Angela to have goals like going to the gym for four yeah, hours. That's what you need is a life goal like that. He says, our goals and ambitions aren't parallel. I wanted you to go to the gym with me. <laughs> for four to five hours yeah, and a day. Angela's like, Clay, you go to the gym for four yeah. hours a day and you're unemployed. Sick burn. Well, and he says, your goal is to be a wife and a mother. What I discovered is I want more. Okay, Clay. Yeah. Let's see who you end up with. Um, also, it's fine to be a wife and a mother. Yeah. Like, that's a job why don't too, you guys. Try it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Worst job in the world. <laughs> um, and then Angela says something totally sensible of, let's just coexist. I don't see the problem. Yeah. Correct. She's Angela. like, we're both adults. Like, yeah. I get, I'm glad we had this chat, I guess. What else do we have to talk about? Well, we got to talk about Dean. Old Dean showing up. 
I really shaving his mustache. Yeah, he's back to the Dean that you he's prefer less. He's back to normal, regular, powerless Dean. <laughs> that magic power that he was deriving his from his Samson-like mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and um, so we learn Dean returns to paradise, marches straight up to Kalen in defiance of Connor. Wearing all black, yeah. a bold move from Man Mexican black. Yeah. Beach. I know, he's like Johnny Little Cash. Johnny Cash type. <laughs> so he tells us that he returned home, rented a car. I don't know why he didn't take his van, but he rented a car and drove to the Grand Canyon. Isn't the point of living in a van that you could always like drive it where you want? <laughs> right. Why didn't you take your van to the Grand Canyon? <laughs> you could have stayed in it on the way. Yeah. Why did you rent a car, Dean? <laughs> well, I'm going to be away from home. So I got to rent a car when I travel. Dean has had some real life realizations. Some soul searching. He's grown so much in the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. He's just he's a different mustacheless man now. Meanwhile, Connor says, Go back to your fucking van. <laughs> I feel like Connor's another one that I'm like, dang, I thought I kinda liked you, but he's such a bro. He's such a bro. God, yeah, we didn't realize that in the other uh, season, but he is a bro I just feel like bro. he didn't talk enough. Yeah. And now on Paradise, I've heard him talk five times, and I'm like, oh, I hate you. Yeah, this is what happens. Paradise reveals the true broiness of someone. Mm. Um, yeah, but Dean says that he wished Kalen was there in the Grand Canyon with him, and he wants Kalen to leave Paradise this very minute with him. He's like, come away with me. <laughs> Let me take you from this it place. It is a romantic gesture. It is a romantic gesture. What would you say? You would say yes. Here's what I say about Dean in in like uh in terms of hotness. Dean with short hair and no mustache is fine. Like clean cut. He's very attractive. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I, I think hear. what I don't I when Dean has that long hair still, I think it's weird for him to have that. Like free flowing mane and yeah. then a clean shaven face. It's like business on his face and party up top. It just doesn't yeah. work. Party yeah. up top, business in the mouth. <laughs> like, oh, business in the mouth, all right. <laughs> what that That's what do? Matt Donald <laughs> offered him. <laughs> no, he didn't. Matt Donald did not. Oh, business on the mouth. In business the mouth. in the mouth. Not yeah. a party in the mouth. <laughs> um,. I I think that he needs to go full-fledged beard, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that would go with the whole... Why is he shaving the rest of his face? I mean, what river does he have to go to to do that? <laughs> he might as well just, um, just like, let it go wild. Go full mountain man. Go full uh, guy living in a van. I think that Kalen's going with him. Yeah, okay. It was a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah it was a cliffhanger. A genuine cliffhanger. I think so, too. I don't think Connor's enough to keep her around. Well, she was also like, I have this dangerous man or the perfect guy. (laughs) Oh, well, obviously go with the dangerous mustache man. (laughs) Also, Connor is the perfect man in this situation. I mean, I see what she's saying. He is like tall and clean shaven and talks like a like fraternity but you and know he can chug like, a beer in like two seconds bro yeah, i feel like for some girl connor is absolutely the perfect yeah. man because he pledged fate a pie 
<laughs> is that a real one of those? Oh, you can make fun of fraternities, but I can't speculate that Matt Donald might be gay. Oh, those are the same. <laughs> yeah, that's the same You're thing. anti-Greek. Yes, yes I am. <laughs> Correct. That's offensive. Yeah. All no. of our fraternity and sorority listeners are getting really offended right yeah. now. Yeah, it's because those suck. All right. Um, unless it's uh, our listener, Rachel, who was in a sorority with Rachel the Bachelorette. She was in my sorority. Yeah. What is it? It is Kayo. Oh, no. I was saying a secret thing. You what? don't know it. Rachel gets it. Oh. All okay. my Kayo listeners out there, y'all get it. <laughs> you know where it's at. Joke's on y'all. I ghosted. <laughs> I never came back. <laughs> Okay, well, let's ghost on this podcast, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll pick it up again next week for our last and final Thank fucking God. Week. Yeah, couldn't come Oof. soon enough. Whew, the end is nigh. Is that you again? Are you singing a song about yourself? Absolutely not. That would be lame. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.